Now to something that uh, is going to have an awful lot of traffic uh, heading its way from next Friday. The 2018 Adelaide Fringe kicks off this Friday and so begins four weeks of entertainment mayhem all over the city and, in fact, all over the state because it's in the country as well. Believe it or not, it's been running for more than 50 years and has grown to be the world's second largest uh, festival of its type behind Edinburgh. And it is, though, the biggest festival in the Southern Hemisphere and continues to grow. And the lady in charge of it all, the lady responsible for it growing and being such a wonderful success, is the Adelaide Fringe Director and CEO, Heather Kroll, and she joins me now. Hello there. Thank you for having us on. How are the nerves? Four, uh, four sleeps to go. It's only four sleeps to go. Uh, I'm sure that people have noticed there's uh, fringe staff and venues all over town working around the clock to build what's going to be an amazing kickoff on Friday night. Is this the biggest? This will be, well, it depends what you mean by the biggest, but the biggest we normally like to measure by, you know, the audience numbers and the tickets. And at the moment we are on track to again smash our record from last year. The last few years we've had growth of around about 10% every year on ticket sales. And as of today, uh, compared to this day last year, we're 8% up. So it does look like... Who would have thunk it, hey? That's fantastic. It's tracking that well. Yes, it's. Re- I mean, every year we think, well, will it? Will it? Um, will the? Have we hit the limit? But yeah. we just don't seem to. Yeah. So we're we're on track to grow again. We've got venues, or you know, all over the city. We've got twelve hundred shows which involves 6,000 artists. And um, there's there's venues everywhere with the Fringe. They're, they're, of course, there's the big outdoor hubs like Garden, Gluttony, the Croquet Club, but there's little venues even just downstairs from here. You yeah. walk around within a few metres. There's quite a lot of venues just around the corner, down in um, Hyde Street there, Rhino Room, Rajopolis. They're everywhere you look. Ex- exactly. It's not just focused on Rymel Park, is it, at, uh, or down a Pinky Flat. Can you explain to us, I think there's a little bit of confusion out there in some people's minds, Gluttony yes. and then the major location. We're talking about Rymel Park, sort of split into two? Yes, yeah, so we don't run any of the venues. We are um, we're sort of the matchmaking service that helps artists find their venues, and we also do the ticketing for the yeah. artists, and we do all the marketing that you see all over town on every bus, tram. Uh, lamp posts and everything. We don't run the venues. So the venues come to us and they say, we would like to be a fringe venue and we're absolutely supportive of and help them. So the garden is run by a group of people that have been running it for, you know, uh, 20 years or, and, um, Gluttony's now six or so years old and, uh, Croquet Club's, I think, in its fourth year. So they are, outdoor fringe venue hubs, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but they're run by people just in the same way that um, the Producers Hotel, for example, is a great little hub of lots of shows, and that's run by the guys at the Producers Hotel. Right, okay. The German club and places like that. And the German club. Things like that, yeah. Yeah, almost every pub and cafe and, uh, you know, bowls club and everything in the city. So you're sort of the overarching uh, organisation that keeps all of this under control. Yes. Do you actually put out uh, expressions of 
interest for artists of certain types? Do you have any artistic uh, control? No, we're open platform. So um, we we make a... um, you know, concerted effort to make no favourites and no... We just say, we're like... In some ways, it's a bit like Airbnb. You know, if you want to put your house on there, mm-hmm. you can. And if you don't, you don't have to. If you want to put a fringe show on, you can. And if you don't want to, you don't have to. You ever knocked, <laughs> so back, you ever knocked back an artist as uh, being unsuitable? No. Uh, I... I we've not that I not in my time no. have we had to do that, but um, we're pretty much as long as what you're doing is legal, mm-hmm. it's okay. Mm. You can be in. And then you can just leave it up to the audience. Leave it up to the audience because mm. the the audience will. Word of mouth is so strong at the Adelaide Fringe, and everybody knows that. W- a good show, the ticket sales start picking up really mm. quickly because the word of mouth is big on the street. Mm. We um we also have big um, social media noise in the Adelaide Fringe these days. Lots and lots of people on Facebook sharing their favourite tips and so on. And uh, we've increased our searchability functions on the website, which people are really loving. We're getting great feedback on the new way that our website works. So while people think, well, the the, the guide is big, and it is big, that, mm. it, it's true, but if you go online, you can search and you can put filters on and make, you know, suddenly the program seems much easier to navigate once you once you get online. And the thing too, having a look on, on online or the, the guide that was in uh, the paper on the weekend... Mm. There's so much variety. It is yes. so bizarre yeah. from from one extreme to the other, isn't it? And also, it's. I think some people think, oh, it's all on at night, but actually, it's no, lots it's and lots of stuffs no. on at the day. We even did a matinee guide this year because there's so many things on during the day, and that's great for people that don't really want to go out at night. So there's lots of stuff at the day. There's lots of stuff in the early evening, and of course, the you know it does go late as well. And as you say, the variety just mm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cabaret. Lots and lots of music. Um, you know, um, music is our second biggest genre in the Fringe. So comedy is the biggest and music and lots of fabulous um, original music. But then there's great tribute bands. Uh, it's just everything. Yeah. It is. It, it, it's something for everyone. That's a cliche, but uh, it's really, it is, really it, accurate in this it case. It is. I know. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of, it, as you say, it's a bit of a cliche, but it's true with the Fringe. Mm. And when people say to me, what should we see? I always just say, try something different that you wouldn't normally do. Don't just go to the same venue all the time. Go somewhere you've never heard of and uh, give it a go. And, and get to meet the artist afterwards. That's the beautiful thing about Adelaide The meet Fringe. and greet afterwards, yeah. It's really important, isn't it? It's part. It's a unique part of the fringe. Yeah, yeah. Very yeah. rare does that happen anywhere, really, where the audience can just mingle afterwards with the artist, and it's lovely. Friday night, opening night. Big what, plans. What are the highlights? So we have a street party on North Terrace. And it starts at five o'clock. There'll be six stages of different artists and musicians and all sorts on the stages, all the way from a government house like King William mm-hmm. Street right up to Frome. So all the way through there, there's six different stages, lots of food trucks and, you know, all sorts of things going on, mayhem of artists roving around and New Orleans-style bands um uh, blowing their horns and things. And then at 8 o'clock, we'll have the really beautiful sunset ceremony led by our producer, Carl Telfer. So that's the Ghana ceremony mm-hmm. that happens on the lawns at the museum. Beautiful. Goes for around about half an hour as the sun goes down. So Tindo at Perndi is the sunset ceremony. And then as the darkness descends... Um, 
the parade of lights which is on and oh, all the projections yeah. come on the building and this amazing one that we're really excited about called Borealis is um, a lasers project with haze that creates the northern lights effect, the curtain rippling through the sky, and that will be above the museum into the sky every single night of the fringe. And how, that, that's going to be stunning. Absolutely yes. stunning. Well, you don't yeah. need to fly all the way to Norway. No, to get exactly. The Northern Lights. You just go yeah. to North Terrace. <laughs> <laughs> and that'll be on every night there. Um, over Thirty-one the, over nights. The museum. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Um, and we've been been able to work really closely with um, the Department um, of Transport on um, with Dipti on just making sure that the tram extension yeah. uh, starts late after midnight. And you know, that's just I think that's great. That we've was sorted, wasn't it? Because that was that was blown was up, up to be a bit air. of a yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but you know, it's great that. to have a major festival yeah. and major works all together at once. Yeah, absolutely it is. This, uh, the, 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 the other parts of the, the, the parade of light. Yes. Okay, so we're going to see Amazing. that. What, what yeah. else? All the other buildings? Uh, yes, yeah, so um, there's an interactive projection on Elder Hall where you actually uh, can control what gets on oh, really? there. And okay. um, there's a beautiful one on the Mitchell building which will be a century of circus and fairground images and a tribute to our very own South Australian suffragette, Muriel Matters, Mm -hmm. who uh, fought for the vote for women. And there's a lovely piece um, as a tribute to Muriel on that building. And then on Benython Hall, we have the the fringe poster, the balloon dog coming to life, and uh, he's having a a hard time trying to find um, a, a, a... a career that would suit him or her. And uh, so, yes, yeah, so, you know, obviously um, goes down the road of some unsuitable careers like <laughs> seamstress and, you know, yes, pops yeah. with a needle <laughs> and all this sort of thing. So that's good fun. And then um, the Dreaming Light, which is a stunning project made by um, local um, Ghana community with Yelika dancers and local Illuminat. And that is on the South Australian Institute building. And that is a beautiful cultural and spiritual um, story that comes to life on the building there and about the, you know, living culture of the Ghana people with the land. And it's really beautiful. So, and on the gallery, on the art gallery, they've worked with an artist called Lindy Lee. And Lindy Lee is part of the um, biennial this year at the Art Gallery and her project is called uh, Life of Stars. And what it is is literally just the sky coming to life on the buildings, uh, shooting stars and the planets and oh, it's just beautiful. Stunning. Mm. Mm. It's you know what I like about the whole idea, uh, and we've had the lights before, but this yeah. this is bigger than, than yes, it's ever been before. Yes, and more animated this yeah, time as well. And that's what I, I was yeah. going to say. It, it's um, those majestic buildings on North Terrace, you know, mm. our, our one most wonderful boulevard, probably one of the most the most wonderful boulevard in in Australia, without doubt. Yeah, you've got these wonderful uh, historic buildings mm. which got. Who've got a real backstory, you know, Elder Hall, Benithan Hall, and so forth. They've got their yes. own story, and then you come along with a festival like this, and you bring the twenty first century into those buildings, it's uh, so good. and it's just it's just fantastic, isn't it? Yeah, and as you say, we there has been projections before. This is the first time we're going to be doing it for the whole month. So we, you know, some people said to us last year, "Oh, it only went for a few days," mm. and they got mm. you know upset, and so we said, "Okay, we'll do it for the whole month," and that's 
wonderful. But it's also, um, I lived overseas for a long time and when I came back and looked at that cultural boulevard with new eyes of having lived away and yeah. I just thought this is the most beautiful series of buildings in a promenade and uh, an easy walk along and it was dark most, mm. you know, every night of the Fringe and Festival. I mean, the apart from the projections that had been, you know, some years ago. So I thought, well, let's bring it to life again. And now that we've got Pinky Flat and lots of venues all over and then we've got the East End, this is a perfect connecting corridor. So mm. if you go and see a Fringe show... The um, promenade past the Parade of Light is an automatic thing to do after the show. Maybe you'll end up down at another venue and you, who knows, you might go see a late night show that you weren't planning on. Yeah. So, mm. And we're also trying to create a vibe that is a lot of people milling about that artists can come down and meet and mm-hmm. meet, you know, they can use the crowds as a sort of opportunity to spruik their show. So, you know, come and see my show tomorrow night or whatever. So it is about bringing that whole precinct to life that's why we're doing that yeah yeah i mean really good point you know you had the two sort of locations and nothing in between. Nothing in between. This, this solves yeah. that problem. Really yeah. well done. Uh, we're talking uh, about uh, The Fringe, which kicks off uh, this Friday, goes for four weeks. Heather Kroll uh, is the director. She's with us. Uh, happy to take your calls. 8223-0000. And it's ten minutes away from two. Tense up. Time to get very tense and get excited because the Adelaide Fringe kicks off this Friday night and we have Heather Kroll, the director and CEO of The Fringe, with us. Um, and look, I don't know where to start uh, in this segment uh, talking about the fringe. There's just so much on. What um, uh, what are we going to see outside of the main venues? You, you, you know, we know about Rhinel Park. We know about Pinky's Flat. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, we have over 400 venues in the Adelaide Fringe, so they are spread all throughout the CBD. They even, you know, go out into the suburbs. We're seeing a growth in fringe venues in the suburbs, and also a lot of councils are starting to do specific um, activations in their area for... Maybe not for the whole month of Fringe, but they'll pick a weekend yep. and they'll do something specific. Fringe, we'll, we'll work with them on how to pull it all together. So we see things like um, Fringe popping up down at Port Adelaide for a weekend, even though there's also, by the way, a huge fringe program down at Port Adelaide all month in mm-hmm. lots and lots of venues mm-hmm. um, and we even see things like the airport want to do a bit of fringe um, in the airport or d- Westfield uh, all different sort of um, ways of presenting the fringe and then even reaching out into Mount Gambia, Wyala, Port Augusta. I was going to say the regions, you haven't overlooked the no, regions have you? absolutely and so Wyala um, do theirs in Easter so around Good Friday and Saturday and um, Port Augusta does Desert Fringe, which is, um, I think that one's on March 3rd and 4th. So the people pick their, the different councils pick their dates and, um, and the first time ever we're seeing Kangaroo Island doing uh, a fringe activation on February the 20th. Wonderful mm. excuse to go to KI for the I weekend. I know, yeah. Hey? Go over, stay for the, yeah. stay for an extra day. Yeah. yeah. What a wonderful, uh, wonderful excuse. Not that we need an excuse. Uh, street art explosions, um, well yeah. and truly uh, big time this year. We started it three years ago yeah. and it was really just about what can we do to make 
fringe venues look all bright and colourful during the day because we know they look bright and colourful at night. Um, we, then we thought, well, let's do a map of all the street art in Adelaide so people can go on a walking tour and explore it. That first year, the map had around about 70 pieces mm. in the in there and last year we had about 100 and something. Well, this year, it's, uh, it's completely gone um, through the roof. So there's almost 200 pieces of street art on that map now because there's also the Wonder Walls down at Port Adelaide. And so our commissions, we've commissioned approximately 40 or 50 street artists in the last three years to make beautiful murals around Adelaide. Alongside that, we've seen a growth in murals anyway. And so together, what that's all done has turned Adelaide into one of the best street art cities in the world very quickly in the last couple of years. And we've created this map because people love to go on a walking tour and just see, uh, you know, walk around an alley and get surprised by a huge, enormous mural up on the wall. And we've, um, we've got those maps at the box office at Rundle Mall, at East End, all that, all, all of our box offices. And, um, we're seeing them, you know, really get, walk, walk march out the door. And it, uh, but it also shows just how connected, uh, the fringe is with all of Adelaide, doesn't it? It yeah. really, really, you know. And some of the street art is, is, uh, sort of long outside of their CBD. So we've, mm. we've commissioned works in northern suburbs, um, down in the southern suburbs, everywhere. So, um, you know, you'd be surprised how much street art is in your neighbourhood these days. And it's, it's some of the best in the world. Now, some of the shows, what are some of the new events you've got on this year? Uh, so it's a new location, new venues. Oh, new locations. Wow. Well, um, the Wine Centre yeah, is okay. a new location, which is um, going, it's got a wonderful program there. And um, I'll, also... I'll just interrupt. We've got Keith Conlon coming in there through the week to talk about his show. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> which will be a lot of fun. We, and he'll be will um, know about the history of the un, the unofficial history of South horrible Australia. Horrible history, yes. <laughs> I, I saw him tweeting about it actually. Um, Raj House has a great program. In fact, Raj House is just downstairs from here, just off Hindmarsh Square, um, and um, there's. Next to, you know, the old bus depot on Franklin? Yeah. They've yeah. got a, um, an old, uh, one, the old, what, what is the old check-in room there mm-hmm. is now called the joinery and they've got okay. some shows in there. There's even shows in swimming pools. So we've got, um, <laughs> we've got a show in the swimming pool, um, down on Victoria Square at the Adena. And then we've also got one at the aquatic centre. And in the one at the aquatic centre, you actually get in the pool. So as an audience member, you have to bring your own bathers you and have to- Put your togs and on. Get your, get your togs on and get your goggles on. And so, if you get, yeah, if, you, if there's a heat wave, well, that one will be selling well. Uh, look, I mean, everywhere. There's a show that's just in a caravan, which is called A Visit with Nan in a Caravan. Um, there's one in a shipping container called Seance. And there's another. Um, the shipping container seance one is yeah, quite spooky if you like to get spooked. But there's another shipping container actually just at the old Royal Adelaide Hospital and it's called the Portal. Right. It's a golden shipping container. You'll probably see it if, you, if you've driven by. And we've got some fringe artists in there and that portal is connected to 25 other shipping container portals around the world. Wow. In Germany, mm-hmm. Afghanistan and all sorts of places. And so you can interact with uh, the people who are in those other countries as well. See, it just shows how widespread uh, the, the fringe, fringe is. going to the world. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, how big do you reckon it, it, it can get? I mean, 
We're second only to Edinburgh. That's right. Um, how different are we from Edinburgh? What makes us so special? Well, um, Edinburgh's, um, Edinburgh and Adelaide have got a lot in common. So we're both small cities. Yeah. Um, both of our fringes completely take over um, and we're walkable cities and things, lots and lots in common. Edinburgh um, is a bit rainy. in the you know Even though they do their fringe in the summer, it almost rains every day. Mm. But, I mean, <laughs> we have the sunshine pretty much every day, touch wood, and we have beautiful balmy, starry sky yeah. nights and um, fabulous. You know, after you see a show, people linger longer out at the uh, in the beautiful weather and so on. And I think that um, while we've learned a lot from Edinburgh, they've also learned some from us because we um, started the idea that there be these big outdoor garden mm. style hubs. Mm. They didn't used to have those in Edinburgh. They've started them now. They do them with... Um, or oh, it's more of an astroturf, you know, situation in a, in a square hmm. because they haven't quite got the big, beautiful parklands of Adelaide. Yeah. Um, but, they're, you know, they're working really well in Edinburgh as well. But um, so I think we learn from each other. We're very um, – they're in the summer over there in August and we're in the summer in February, March here. So what you see is a lot of the artists that go to Edinburgh Fringe oh. also come mm-hmm. to Adelaide Fringe. They're sort of on this circuit with mm. the two fringes. Mm. They sell two million tickets, Edinburgh, and they're tourists tourists are making up around about 50% or more of their sales. That's our real growth area. And with with the Fringe, the artists earn the money based on the box office. So our focus is always on how do we grow the ticket sales Mm -hmm. so the artist earns more money. That's our our whole reason for being. And we... um, have set ourselves a target. So last year we sold 660,000 tickets, which is amazing in itself. But we've set ourselves a really bold target of a million tickets by 2022. And alongside that, we've also um, set ourselves a target of tripling our tourist numbers to okay. the Adelaide Fringe. So you, that, see, you see that's where the growth area, that's growth the potential growth, is. Yeah. yeah. So, so we see that the ticket sales um, has still got room to grow. It's just that we've got to get more tourists into Adelaide and what a better time to come mm. to Adelaide than the mm. summer festivals. They can go to the festival, WOMAD, Fringe, Writers Week, the Adelaide 500. There's so much going on that it's just a great time to sell the city. It certainly is. All right, well, let's uh, try to up those tickets. Uh, you got any tips for uh, me as a consumer as far as buying tickets are concerned? Well, you can. There's lots of ways to save money on tickets. Um, you can become a fringe member. That's the. That's. I'd probably say it's the number one tip. Lots and lots of shows offer membership twenty five percent off, yeah, and yeah. we also have the half ticks every day. Um, fringe dollars. There's lots of um, pubs and restaurants and places all around town who will accept fringe dollars and give you a discount on a drink or discount on some food. Bank SA supports us in so many wonderful ways. They have um, picked a number of shows where the ticket price will drop down to $10. They'll still pay the rest of the gap to the artist. Oh, really? But you'll okay. only pay They're $10. They're subsidising the tickets. That's right. So the artist doesn't lose. They still get the full price. Yeah. And the Bank SA and Channel 9 have also done Take a Friend for Free, and that's on opening night. So jump on, um, on the phone line and on the website and you'll see 
um, which which shows are eligible for Take a Friend for free. And group bookings of six and above often attract discounts and there's often a cheap Tuesday price. A lot of these discounts, are all they're all decided by whether the artist opts in or we don't force the artist to do any discounting but obviously they, they they choose to do some because it does help their sales but if you do join up to be a fringe member now it costs you twenty dollars and you'll make that money back probably in your first booking and uh, you get discounts all year absolutely yeah it's a no-brainer isn't it for twenty dollars yeah. oh, i think yeah. it's the best membership yeah. around unless yeah. you guys have got one of course you yeah. no no okay no, Ours no. Is best. <laughs> yours is yours is hey listen all the best with it break a leg Thank you. Uh, not, not that I want to see no, you in a car. Please not. <laughs> but it all kicks off this Friday. There's a fringe artist who breaks a leg. Yeah, in there's the normally month, a little mishap don't. somewhere, isn't there? <laughs> it's uh, a whole month. So. All kicks off on Friday for a whole month. If you can't have a look at the, the, at, the at the site online, if you can't find something that takes your interest, uh, then I really do think you need to get out more. You agree? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah, you've got 31 nights, absolutely hundreds of shows on every night. There must be something there. Yeah, absolutely. Heather Kroll, uh, director and uh, CEO of the Adelaide Fringe. Congratulations Thank uh, you. again, and uh, we'll see you out and about uh, from next Friday night. Definitely. Good Thanks on you. for having us. No on. worries.